Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Toyo Open Country AT3. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive. You can go to TireRack.com slash Dan. That's TireRack.com slash Dan. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Seton, what if I told you there's a bacon, then there's number one thick cut, tastes like a touchdown in your mouth bacon? You must be talking about Wright brand bacon because mm-hmm. they are not playing when it comes to the premium quality of their bacon. It's thick cut, hand trimmed, and real Wood smoke, real. And you could tell. So why settle for average bacon when you can have the real stuff? That's right. And if you're looking to upgrade any meal, any meal, try Right Brand Bacon. That's called Right Brand Bacon. You won't regret it. Experience bacon the right way. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Hope you had a great weekend, everybody. A lot of topics to dive into. Glad you're part of the program. You can watch on Peacock all three hours. Download the app. It's free. You can also listen our great radio affiliates around the world and uh, say good morning to chat row as well. Seton, Paulie, Fritzy, McLovin, yours truly here on the Dan Patrick Show. Poll question, play of the day, stat of the day, all of that coming up. Dive into the NFL topics with Chris Sims on loan from Football Night in America. Check in with the Saints as well. Lakers had an unbelievable weekend in free agency. We'll talk about some of the moves that were made and weren't made with Chris Mannix a little bit later on. The big question coming into this weekend was, is Taysom Hill a real quarterback? Saints head coach Sean Payton clearly thinks he is. He started... Uh, Hill in place of uh, the injured Drew Brees. And, uh, you know, I'm not sure what the answer was going to be. I think we got our answer. Hill did some things pretty well and wisely chose to throw to Michael Thomas as often as he could. He did run a couple of times, had a couple of touchdowns. But I don't think the Saints care how they won. It's just that they did win. And we always think about the Saints as this high-octane offense, uh, and it's not. Uh, This was when Drew Brees is at his peak. It's a high-octane offensive team. The truth is that team is long gone. They need help from a defensive line. We saw that yesterday against Atlanta. Did a nice job. The future of Hill at quarterback is still uncertain. But it might not matter. It's one week, and the Saints have to feel that Taysom Hill got off to a great start, holding down the Ford until Drew Brees can get healthy and return to lead the Saints. Also, you're trying to figure out what you have with Taysom Hill. That was surprising, at least when I heard that from Sean Payton. He wanted to see what he has in Taysom Hill. I'm assuming you know what you have in Taysom Hill. At this point, you've had him in your system for quite some time. Maybe we, the public, didn't know, don't know. I still don't know what they have. I think he had a really good game. Um, He was dangerous. Atlanta was a little bit uh, uh, out of sorts trying to figure out what was going on. He got confidence as he moved along there. Felt like the offense became a little bit more his. But I still don't know if he's an every week quarterback. I don't know if he's a starting quarterback in the NFL. But when Drew Brees comes back, then Taysom Hill go back to doing whatever Taysom Hill does. I didn't realize, how many ribs do you have? Because... Keep in mind, when we saw this sack on Drew Brees, and I went, okay, two broken ribs. First, it was a it was a contusion. Then it became two broken ribs. Then all of a sudden, it's a collapsed lung. Then all of a sudden, it's a few more broken ribs. Then it's 11 broken ribs there. I think we have 24. So he had almost <laughs> half his ribs broken on that play, which I don't believe is uh, possible. But uh, he's out for a little while with the 11 broken ribs. Yes, he... Right, you have... 12 pairs of ribs, making it 24 total. Thank you. Yes, you're welcome. I appreciate that. MD, you could add that to my Oh, all right. 
Thank you. Uh, but watching Taysom Hill, uh, I'm, and I'm not rooting against Taysom Hill. Gosh, I go back to when he was at BYU. We had him on. Like, this was 2014 we saw something in him. I just don't know if he's consistent enough as a passer. And I'm just looking at the game plan. Not Taysom Hill, because if you're going to bring him in, is he the right person to bring in instead of Jameis Winston? I thought Jameis Winston could play the role that Teddy Bridgewater did when Drew got hurt last year. Sean Payton probably wasn't comfortable with what he's seen with James, Jameis, or he said, I'm more comfortable in this style against this defense with Taysom Hill. Whatever his game plan is, Sean Payton's forgot more football than I know. Here is Sean Payton after the win. I thought he played well. You know, he had the one turnover late in the game in the four-minute. You know, we had a big touchdown pass called back, but it, look, it was a good team win. I thought we were fantastic defensively. I don't know what our rushing numbers were, but I think it's a really good run defense. And, uh, you know, we managed to take advantage of enough opportunities to win that game. Yeah, they did what they needed to do. Uh, I mean, you're going against an Atlanta team, and I don't want people to say, well, it's Atlanta. Atlanta has played better. And in that series, you go back through the years, the decades, usually the team that's not supposed to win ends up winning that game. But uh, they pick up the win. Uh, The Rams and Buccaneers coming uh, up tonight. Uh, Joe Burrow's out for the season. I know that they said ACL. I, I would get the sense that it's a little more serious than just that. But that's only because having gone through too many knee surgeries and just kind of figuring out how he got hit, uh, but at least a couple of doctors have responded with what they saw there. That it might be a little bit more serious than that with Joe Burrow. But he's done for the season. Uh, the Steelers are 10-0. and 0, And... You know, you start to survey what's going on in the NFL right now, and I think you might have a little better sense of just how good is somebody and how bad is somebody and how questionable some teams are. All of a sudden, the Ravens are vulnerable, and they're just not the same team. They, they lost Ronnie Stanley, and he's a great offensive lineman. Uh, Yonda retired, and it just feels like the Ravens can be bullied a little bit. And you saw that with the Titans going into that game. And Derrick Henry in overtime, the second time he scored a touchdown in overtime this season. But all of a sudden you're looking at Baltimore. I remember some of the uh, analyst experts, talking heads, looked at Baltimore and said, they might go undefeated. They could be 15-1. and one. I think they're going to be struggling just to make the playoffs here. And maybe they'll be a dangerous out when they get there, but... You start to look at, okay, who is really good in the AFC right now? I know Kansas City is, but they're holding on for dear life to beat the Raiders. Titans had been struggling. I don't know. That that defense is not as formidable as it was last year. Browns are okay. I mean, they're just okay. They haven't really beaten anybody the last couple of weeks. But there's no drama. I don't know how good the Bills are. They're inconsistent. Like You start to run down, then I got Pittsburgh. I'm sold on Pittsburgh. As long as Ben is healthy, sold on Pittsburgh. And then you got this game coming up on Thanksgiving with the Ravens. And suddenly that becomes a huge game for the Ravens. The Steelers are four games ahead of the Ravens. Who would have thought? In the NFC, Green Bay loses to the Colts in overtime. Saints are still there. I don't know what to expect out of the Buccaneers tonight. It's like Brady goes to bed, I think, when I go to bed. And that's a problem when you're playing in primetime. It's a big night for the Rams as well. And once again, they have another East Coast game, Eastern time zone, where they have to go cross-country again this year. Yeah, Paul. Remember when we made fun of the Eagles for taking that tie? The Eagles are atop the NFC East yeah. at 3-6-1. and one. Everyone else is 3-7. and seven. Yeah. The long game. They're playing the long game early. Very long game. They knew. They want the season to go 20 games, then they have a chance to maybe have some uh, respectable numbers there with wins and losses. Back to Joe Burrow. Every time you draft a quarterback like this, I always say, how good's the offensive line? Because we saw this with Andrew Luck. And I remember, you know, how many times, how many seasons, how many games did I say, if they don't protect him, he'll be out of the game by 30. And then all of a sudden they got a great offensive line. But the collateral damage had already happened. And I think Andrew Luck got to the point where he just said, I don't know what I'm going to be like when I'm 50. 
but I don't like what I feel like right now. And you got a great offensive line. He decided to retire. If you're going to expose Joe Burrow and the Bengals exposed Joe Burrow this year to hits, it's not a question of if, but when. And that is a big, big concern for this team. Obviously, you want to have a great offensive line. But you can invest $100 million in a quarterback like the Colts did, and then you spend 15 cents on an offensive line. It just doesn't make any sense whatsoever. The Bengals have to make sure that they have a good offensive line if they're going to expose Joe Burrow to the number of quarterback hits. Here's Zach Taylor, the Bengals head coach, on that topic. It's hard for me because all we can do is make progress as the season goes. And we gave up a lot of pressure early in the season. In these last couple weeks, our guys have done a great job of keeping people off Joe. He's had a great pocket. You know, he did not have a sack in the first half. And the hit, as I saw it, wasn't when he had the ball in his hand. And so, you know, people keep talking about the offensive line without it seemingly watching the film from the last four weeks. Again, those guys have done a good job. It's been a revolving door for players. They're doing a great job. Joe's done a good job moving us down the field. And we felt like we were making a lot of progress um, over the last five weeks. And we're not going to apologize for any of that. Okay. Uh, Joe Burrow's in a hospital bed today, but no need to apologize. Burrow, 404 passing attempts this year. By comparison, most in the league. Matt Ryan, 388. Brady, 385. Ben, 380. Wentz, 377. You expose him to those hits. Maybe he doesn't get sacked, but he did get sacked. He was on pace, I think, for getting sacked over 50 times this year. Yes, McLovin. Isn't this sort of a structural problem with the number one overall pick? Because you're going to have a bad offensive line no matter where you go. You know, because the team's terrible. Like next year, the Jags or the Jets. Well, the Jets got a great tackle. I know. I keep I mean, hearing about I mean, their, their offensive line is probably better than the Bengals. And the Jets aren't going to win a game this year. Right. But, but if it, you're taking Trevor Lawrence, you better have a good offensive line. And I'm not saying great offensive line. I'm saying a good offensive line. But it's like what could go. But the Jets always find a way to screw it up. Something will go wrong. I mean, Mahomes has been sacked 12 times. I don't know how many times he gets hit. But these bad teams and you're always behind and Joe Burrow's passing and you're going to get hit. And it was a hit that the NFL is trying to get out of the league. It's one of those low hits. And, you know, it's unfortunate because Joe Burrow was probably your rookie of the year. Although I will say, I watched a lot of Justin Herbert yesterday. I never saw him throw like this at Oregon. He's athletic, but he is throwing dimes. That first half, I know it's the Jets, but I'm looking at ball placement here. And he was, at times, spectacular yesterday. He's been great. He really has. He's been a great quarterback. When you consider a rookie doing what he's doing, I didn't expect this. Tua got benched yesterday. I think some of it was based off performance, but he got sacked six times. It might have been one of those, for health reasons, let's sit him down and bring in Ryan Fitzpatrick. And you get you know the lower hits. He got hit in the leg. The last one was an awkward uh, hit. And if I'm, you know... Ryan Flores, I'm like, no, 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 got to get him out of here. Yeah, Paul. Tua threw a pick, I think, in the second quarter, and he was really upset, so he ran hard to make the tackle. No. He flew in like a, like a, what, like, I don't know, like a safety, like Ed Reed, and tried to make a tackle head first. I'm like, no, 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 just do the kind of courtesy tackle. God. Someone's got to teach him that. No, man. Looks like Troy that. Palomalu running in there. Yeah, when I see that, I just want to grab him and say, no, 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 no. You, you live, live to see another play. Your ego is fine. Let somebody else make the tackle, not you. This program brought to you by Built Bar, simply the best tasting protein bar around. Seton had one this morning. Uh, there's 18 amazing flavors, mint brownie, coconut almond, pumpkin chocolate chip cookie. That's the remnants of yeah. Seton's Built Bar. A, a mint brownie. You're going to love Built Bar. BuiltBar.com is the way to order it. Use the promo code DP, get 20% off as we always do every monday best and worst of the weekend your opportunity to be part of the program what you saw that you liked you didn't like 877 dp show email address dp at danpatrick.com twitter handle at dp show florida state taps out of the clemson game northwestern beats wisconsin and ohio state uh, they hold on to survive against the indiana hoosiers so busy weekend in college football chris sims will join us coming up uh, mclovin what do you have for me today Okay, which team that was favored coming into this week are you most panicked about? 
Uh, the Baltimore Ravens were mm. pretty big favorites. Mm. The Patriots were favored against the Texans. The Vikings were a touchdown favorite against Dallas. And Miami, not only were they favored, there was reports like 95% of the money went on them against Denver. Who did you come away with most worried about? The Patriots, the Ravens, the Vikings, or the Dolphins? Well, I have to say the Ravens because we're not sure if they're a Super Bowl contender. Like the stakes are higher for them. The ceiling is higher or our expectations are. I don't have the Patriots making the playoffs. Uh, the Dolphins, I was surprised that they would lose that game to Denver. Um, but Patriots losing to the Texans, Deshaun Watson played a really good game there. And, you know, sometimes you're going to have these teams that aren't that good that do play well. And you go, where did that come from? And that was one of those games where you went, wow, I didn't expect that. But the Ravens, the Ravens seem average right now. And that's really surprising. Because you would think that they still have enough talent to win these games. And Lamar Jackson feels, you listen to him, he really sounds dispirited. I mean, it, it's like, man, we got humbled here. This is reality in the NFL. Yeah, McLevin. Another poll, which team is has the wrong starting quarterback? Now, you know where I'm going here because we were 15 minutes in and you haven't mentioned Carson Wentz, so I'm going to do the honors. Change him. Change the quarterback. Go ahead. Bring in Jalen Hurts. Just get it over with. Just get him. What Bring, are we going to talk about if they do that? I, I uh, Well, this was the perfect storm for people in my business. They could talk about Carson Wentz and Baker Mayfield playing against one another. And you know what? I was bored by that game. I, there were a couple of plays Carson Wentz made. Getting a safety, come on. Like, there are certain plays where you go, you got to be better than this. But I don't know if Jalen Hurts helps him out that much more or gives him a different look. But at this point, I don't know if Doug Peterson is stubborn going, nope, he's still our guy. Or maybe he's worried Jalen Hurts might be good. And then what do you have? With Carson Wentz, you got a guy you're spending $30 million a year on. But bring in Jalen Hurts. Go ahead. Let's see what he has. Yeah, McLevin. Why do I feel like Baker Mayfield does absolutely nothing to contribute to Browns wins? They keep winning. <laughs> and he doesn't do anything bad or good. He's just sort of there. Like, they always, they have no points in the first half ever. But they're 7-3. and three. Yeah, I know. You picked them to go to the playoffs. Yeah, I did. Why? Uh, well, I figured that they could win nine games. And I, with an extra playoff spot, that they would make the playoffs. So that's the only reason why. I don't think they're great, but I think they have a lot of talent. I think they're good, uh, or the potential to be good. How about that? This from uh, Andrew Brandt. Uh, he tweets, To those wanting a change at quarterback in Philadelphia, no team has invested more in a player accounting for draft and financial resources than the Eagles have in Carson Wentz. Change not happening. Franchise-defining investments. Yikes. What else do you have poll question Wait, wise? Yeah, other quarterbacks I want to ask you quickly is okay. two of the right quarterback for the Dolphins right now because Fitzpatrick looked a little better yesterday. Do you feel like this experiment's going to go through to the end of the year? I think if you know what your limitations are, if the Dolphins know we might make the playoffs, we're not a Super Bowl contender, I think you got to see what you have in Tua. Now, if you, it's really important to make the playoffs, then I would have Ryan Fitzpatrick in there because he's a better quarterback, in my opinion, right now. Uh, it, Tua has had some good numbers and quarterback rating, all of that stuff here. I think Ryan Fitzpatrick is a better quarterback. Um, and he's expendable if something happens here. Tua, yesterday, that made me a little nervous with him getting hit as many times as he did. But I'll give credit to Denver. They went after him, and uh, they made him pay. Yeah, Paul. I was watching the Dolphins post game before I turned the channel. Ryan Fitzpatrick said hello and goodbye and hugged to about seventy five different players because he's played with everybody in the league. <laughs> he's hugging ball boys, trainers, accountants, and the the backup linebacker. It, it was I was just he's like, hey, good to see you. You could see him hugging everybody. What else do you have, McLeod? Oh, by the way, one more quarterback situation just for comic relief. Should the Bears keep with Nick Foles? And I had to look up his backup. I don't know if Trubisky's coming back, but. Tyler Bray is the other option right now. So I don't even know, like, is that a quarterback controversy or is everyone just giving up on that quarterback spot? I would, uh, I would just have a running back there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> go full wildcat. I don't think anybody's their future, their quarterback. 
But if you want to find out what Bray has, then throw him in there. Oh, he's been around a while now, too. Remember yeah. him at Tennessee? Yeah, yeah I know. I'd... We we just think that quarterback change, that, that that's the difference. You put in a different quarterback, it's going to change. That's not actually the case. Taysom Hill's been there a while, and he is athletic. He does have the capability of playing quarterback. I just don't know if he can be consistent. That's all. I liked what he saw. I'm not rooting against him. I was just surprised that they went with that game plan against Atlanta. Let's see what happens in the next couple of weeks with him. All right, let's see. Yeah, maybe, maybe he's putting up numbers and you know he's going to remind us of Teddy Bridgewater, what Teddy did last year when uh, Drew got hurt. Uh, 20 after the hour. We'll get to phone calls, best and worst of the weekend, settle on a play of the day, a couple of stats of the day as well. Interesting play of the day. And uh, Chris Sims, on loan from Football Night in America, Pro Football Talk Live here on Peacock. He'll join us coming up next. It's 20 after the hour. This is the Dan Patrick Show. Tis the season for giving and celebrating the start of the most joyous time of the year. DraftKings, the leader in one-day fantasy sports, is giving all you users a shot at their $25 million Thanksgiving giveaway. That's right. Up to $25 million in prizes up for grabs this Thursday. Grab your piece of the opportunity to get up to $25 million in prizes. And it's easy. Just enter the uh, DraftKings Paid Thanksgiving Football Contest and then feast on your instant prize. Call to action. This is what you do. Download the DraftKings app now. Use the code SQUAD and you're good to go. For a limited time, all users get a share of $25 million in prizes this week. Don't miss out on Thursday's action. Enter code SQUAD and get a share of $25 million in instant prizes when you enter a paid football contest on Thanksgiving. That's code SQUAD only at DraftKings.com where you can make it rain. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at FoxSportsRadio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app. The original light beer, 1975. Miller Lite. Yeah, the original. Yeah, 1975. Perfect companion for uh, us grill masters across the United States. This past weekend, even Mother's Day. I'm treating myself while I'm treating my wife for Mother's Day. Out there cooking, and I've got my Miller Lite, my friend, right there with me. Miller Lite keeps it simple. Undebatable quality. It's, you can't debate it. I would try it. No, least. you can't. Taste as great as the barbecue you're making. The beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters most. It tastes like a beer. Less filling. Only 96 calories. With a Miller Lite in hand, grilling doesn't just taste great. It, it tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered to your door, visit MillerLite.com Patrick. Or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells great beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like, a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app. Like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on, or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS, all in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. I want to thank our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. Panini America has everything you need. A premier collecting experience with the most sought-after NFL and NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. If you're looking for rookie sensations, they've got that. 
How about Timeless Legends? They've got that. Panini America also breaking new ground on NIL, featuring the biggest names. Caitlin Clark's in there, Angel Reese, J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix Jr., and so many more. If you're into cutting-edge digital collectibles, don't miss Panini's NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net. Some of the first opportunities to collect this year's rookie class. Whether you're a collector of physical cards or a digital enthusiast, Panini has you covered. Check out their most popular brands. they got Prism, Select, Donruss, and so many more. And you got Panini Instant Cards celebrating the biggest sports moments on cards right after they happen, such as Draft Night Instance. Visit PaniniAmerica.net or download the Panini Direct app today. Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. Best and worst of the weekend. We'll get to your phone calls coming up, as we always do every Monday. What you saw that you liked, you didn't like. This program brought to you by Mercedes-AMG. Do you suffer from lead foot? Do goosebumps appear for no reason? Stop living with uninspired performance. Visit mbusa.com slash AMG. Find out if a Mercedes-AMG coupe, sedan, or SUV is right for you. Mercedes-AMG. Driving performance. The former NFL quarterback, pro football talk, live co-host, and a member of Football Night America, Chris Sims, back with us. Let's start with Taysom Hill. Did you get the sense that the media was rooting against Taysom Hill in this game against Atlanta? Oh, I don't know if I got the sense they were rooting against him. Um, maybe people were surprised, one, that Jameis Winston didn't get the nod to be the starter. Uh, I, I mean, I know what you're saying. It does seem to be a sense out there that, like, oh, Taysom Hill can't be a quarterback and he hasn't played enough, and there is that element, but – Man, the position he was in yesterday, it, it was choppy. It didn't look great early, but uh, I was pretty impressed for a guy who hasn't played snaps in the NFL as a starting quarterback yet and what he did and kind of how he managed the game and slowly but surely made some plays to go along with it. Do you think he's a starting quarterback in the NFL? I th- uh, I'd like to see more before I throw that in there. And the first thing is, Dan, like I think you'd be on board with this. If Sean Payton thinks he does, then I, it's hard for me not to think that too. I mean, he's damn good coach. He's obviously one of the best offensive minds we've had in football over the last 20 years. He's got all the skills and everything there to be a starting quarterback. You could see the arm is real. You know, he does have nice patience and poise in the pocket. You know, through a lot of nice intermediate throws to Michael Thomas and doing that type of stuff, and then his scrambling ability. So it might not look like Drew Brees or anything like that, but yeah, I think his skill set and the way he throws the football, and it seems like his mental demeanor lends him to being a, a potential starting quarterback and a good one at that. My only curiosity with this was the uh, Sean Payton, this great offensive-minded head coach, saying, "I need to see what I have in Taysom Hill." Yeah, I. You had to wait to put him in a real game as a starting quarterback to see what you had with a 30-year-old? That, that was the only thing that was surprising about uh, that decision. I, I agreed. I mean, that's where I wasn't sure if he would actually pull the trigger and make that move to just go, man, we're in the thick of things here. We could be the number one seed in the NFC. I don't think number one seed benefits any team more than the New Orleans Saints and them being at home in that uh, dome, Drew Brees inside, all of those things. So that's where I wasn't sure either, Dan. But, you know, obviously he felt like at least he was mentally ready for the challenge to a degree to step up and understanding the offense and doing all of that. And I think that in a lot of ways, I bet you Sean Payton liked the challenge of, let me see how I can diversify my offense. What other elements can I add here? And really in the perfect world, you'd hopefully, hopefully you know, towards the playoffs or end of the year, they could almost merge both offenses together to get a little of the best out of both worlds and make Taysom Hill a legitimate part of the offense because he's a pretty skilled guy. I know we're looking at the end result with Joe Burrow. He was, what, over 400 attempts. They were always behind. Um, he was on pace to have at least, you know, be sacked 50 times. Was the Bengals' approach irresponsible with Joe Burrow, a rookie throwing the ball that many times behind an offensive line that was sort of makeshift? Well, I had argued that there was weeks where I really talked about on pro football talk with Florio and things like that, that they better be careful that they were flirting with danger. And really their number one object, uh, you know, uh, objective for the year would be, yeah, get Joe Burrow better and comfortable, but don't get him hurt. That was, they were almost go hand in hand. And 
man, he went through a year of, I mean, really towing the line of, like you said, big shots. I mean, crazy big shots. Not just like, oh, he got beat up, but like a few weeks where we're going, oh, my gosh, like, is he going to get up? I mean, there was a lot of that. And to me, that did bother me. Um, I know they're trying to win a football game, but I do think with where they add in their franchise and the fact that he is their franchise, yeah, there should have been a little bit more emphasis on let's protect him. Yeah, we might look a little bit uglier, but we're at least going to be healthy going into 2021 with a really damn good quarterback. I thought that the Dolphins, Brian Flores, just said, I can't leave Tua out there. He was sacked six times. The last one was looked like he landed a little awkwardly. It was, you know, lower leg. Um, you know, it felt like he was struggling a little bit, but that might have been just self-preservation to take him out and bring in Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah, I, I think so. You know, it was um, it, it was Vic Fangio's a good defense of mind. It did look like, you know, and again, I'll be tempted to watch the film and really get the answers. But, you know, yes, under pressure in the pocket, but also a lot of plays where I think you saw it the same way, where he's in the pocket. The, it, it's pretty good. And he doesn't want to throw. Nobody's open. He's not sure what he's looking at, whatever that reason may be. Obviously, the offense wasn't clicking all cylinders. And this is where, you know, we still have to see more of Tua. This was the first game where it was kind of like, hey, the special teams, the defense, they're not, they're not dominating today. You're going to have to make some plays. And the bootlegs and just the one-on-one fade balls aren't going to be there. And, you know, now we'll see. As we go forward, if Tua can take that next, you know, step up in his level of development and say, hey, when the team's not doing good, don't worry, guys, get on my left shoulder and I'll, I'll throw the ball around the lot and make things happen. Chris Sims, Pro Football Talk Live, co-host on Peacock. You had a top 10 list. Was that last week? And Ben Roethlisberger was not on oh, your top 10 I quarterback know. list. Right. Yeah. How no, much he was feedback not. did you did you hear from Steeler fans? Well, yeah, I did. I heard a lot from the Steeler fans. I, I had to like stop looking at my social media. I had people from Pittsburgh calling me, you know, as far as the radio stations wanting to get me on there. Hey, Big Ben's playing awesome. There's no doubt about that. There's a lot of damn good quarterbacks in football right now. I would argue there's not a quarterback problem. You've heard me say this before. There's an offensive coordinator problem. There's not a quarterback problem. Big Ben is amazing, but I just think the thing I have, Dan, where I just left him out, right, is – He's on a really good team. We know he's got great weapons, and they got a defense that's unbelievable. You know, a lot of these other quarterbacks I got in the top 10, the game is dictated by the quarterback. Their team is built around that, what he can do. They apply pressures, uh, pressure on team through the quarterback. With Pittsburgh, just like you saw yesterday, yeah, the end result looked good, but – hey, there's been some underwhelming performances. He has the defense to sit there and create plays, and he can take his time. Oh, wait, so it looks ugly, and then they get a feel in the third quarter of what you're doing, and he hits some big plays and all that. It's amazing. I'm not trying to disrespect him. I have a ton of respect for him, but no, I don't think he's one of the 10 best in the game right now. But I think he's in the top five MVP, though. Because I looked, I looked at the Steelers and I said, if Ben is healthy, they're the most dangerous, intriguing team going into this season. I just didn't know and still don't know if Ben can stay healthy the entire year. But everything else is there for them to be a legitimate Super Bowl contender, which is it sounds strange. He's not in your top 10, but he might be in your top five MVP. Well, yeah. Well, this is the, the it, it, this is the world we're in. I mean, the MVP is it's like the Heisman. It's just like, who's the best quarterback on the best team, and that's, that's what we're going to give it to, and that's all it comes down to. So it's 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 I understand that talk. He's doing a great job of managing football games. He hasn't made a lot of mistakes. I mean, he's really doing unbelievable things, and his ability to throw the ball down the field is still special. But when I guess what I'm saying too, Dan, some of the guys they got in the top 10, they have far less help around them. They're capable of making a lot more happen on their own, off schedule, doing things like that. And that's where I don't look at him as being top tier anymore. And trust me, I'm a huge Big Ben fan. I think he is one of those guys that's kind of under the radar in the conversation for one of the 10 greatest quarterbacks of all time. I think he's that good. But man, some of those guys I got in my top 10 list, they are special, special players. Yeah, but you call him underrated, but you underrate him. Well, I, it's one year. I'm talking about he's been playing since dinosaurs were walking the earth. Okay, so this is this is one year, and it's it, it's 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 a it is weird with the fact that yes, a ten and zero football team, and there is no true standout MVP candidate. 
But I think that speaks to the amount of studs they have on their football team in Pittsburgh there, too. I mean, whether it's the two safeties yesterday, the pass rushers, to it, Hayward, I mean, you know, the receivers they got right now, there's, there's a lot of guys that are making plays to help that football team win games. And I know the quarterback gets a lot of that credit, and I don't want to take anything away from him. But, uh, but yeah, did. I just don't look on that way. I did. <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> uh, how concerned should we be about the Ravens? Um, I, I think there's legitimate concern. I think you're seeing without Calais Campbell and then like a no Brandon Williams last the last two weeks, they get pushed around a little bit in the run game. We're not used to seeing their defense get physically moved around that way. And then the biggest thing, you know, again, we've talked, the league is caught up to the Lamar Jackson run scheme. Their offensive line isn't totally 100% healthy. And now we've hit to the point of, okay, so what's next, Baltimore? Who, who else? There's got to be something else to the offense. It can't just be run game and Mark Andrews in the pass game. That's all there is to it. There's no wide receiver involvement. There's no really creative pass schemes. There's no other element of the offense to look at right now to go, wait, as a defense, I have to worry about this guy or this thing they do. And uh, that's where I worry about them, Dan. McLovin brings up the Eagles and Carson Wentz every week. It's a topic. It's a national topic. It's we got to solve this. It's America's nightmare. We got to find out what's wrong with Carson Wentz and the Eagles. Should they just go to Jalen Hurts? I don't think Jalen, from all accounts, I don't know if Jalen Hurts is ready yet. I think they're at the point here where I would dabble with more of a Jalen Hurts wrinkle in the offense on a consistent basis. I think that's where I'd probably go more than anything. This is not a great offense. It's not great weapons, but they do need some other element. And Carson Wentz, I've been a defender of him. It's hard to defend it. I mean, it's, it's crappy. It's careless. It's horrible pocket awareness. He's costing his team, yeah. and they can't make plays on offense. So maybe you bring a Jalen Hurts in and kind of like the Taysom Hill type of fashion where, hey, we create some plays, some schematical advantages, do something like that. It can't hurt because their offense is sucky-ducky every week. I'm sorry. Sucky-ducky. Yes. Sucky ducky. Paulie, write that yes. down. Got it. Technical term. Yes. Yeah, sucky ducky. <laughs> Game uh, more important tonight for the Rams or the Buccaneers? Uh, I, I would say the Buccaneers. I don't know if I'm mean, That's a tough one. Hmm, I'm not sure. It's so tough for both of them. Wow. Um, I'd probably say the Buccaneers, though, because they're still kind of a work in progress. They've had the primetime failures, things like that. And uh, yeah, I don't know if I wonder if I don't know if they're concrete sold on their plan of attack yet. I hope they stay with what they we saw last week: two tight ends underneath the center, run the ball. Brady is awesome off of play action and those deep passes. If they can do that, I think they'll win the game tonight. The Rams have made five trips to the Eastern Time Zone in the last nine games. Right, that's amazing. It doesn't McVay. seem fair. No, it does not. But they're not going to make excuses. The one thing you could say about the Rams is they show up every week, ready to compete, tough. I've only seen them not show up once in the whole McVay era, and that was at last year's Monday night game against the Baltimore Ravens. Other than that, they're always ready to go. I do think the Bucs are a tough matchup for them. You know, with the weapons, big offensive line, that's why I think you run the ball a little bit. It's a smaller defense with the Rams. And then on the other side of the ball, you would think with Shaq Barrett and JPP, they could stop that zone speed sweep stuff. The middle linebackers they have in Levante David and Devin White, they're going to be good sideline to sideline. I think they match up well. I think they win a close one. Always great to see you. We appreciate your time, Chris. Thanks for joining us, bud. You're the man, Dan. Say hi to everybody. Be that, good. That's Chris Sims from uh, Football Night in America and also Pro Football Talk Live. You can see that on Peacock. The show precedes ours. Uh, Joe Burrow ends his season averaging 40 pass attempts per game. He's the first rookie in NFL history to average 40 or more passing attempts per game, minimum 10 games played. Stat of the day, stat of the day, stat of the day, stat of the day. Here comes that what? Stat of the day. Play of the day. Your phone call is up next here on the Dan Patrick Show. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like, a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app. Like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. I want to thank our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. Panini America has everything you need. A premier collecting experience with the most sought-after NFL and NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. If you're looking for rookie sensations, they've got that. How about timeless legends? They've got that. Panini America also breaking new ground on NIL, featuring the biggest names. Caitlin Clark's in there, Angel Reese, J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix Jr., and so many more. If you're into cutting-edge digital collectibles, don't miss Panini's NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net. Some of the first opportunities to collect this year's rookie class. Whether you're a collector of physical cards or a digital enthusiast, Panini has you covered. Check out their most popular brands. They got Prism, Select, Donruss, and so many more. And you got Panini Instant Cards celebrating the biggest sports moments on cards right after they happen, such as Draft Night Instance. Visit PaniniAmerica.net or download the Panini Direct app today. Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. Oh my God. The play. The play is called play. Of the day. Runner left side, got it! I'm going to play it and play it. This is the play of the day. Check this out. Henry gets the carry running left. Henry to the 20, to the 15, to the 10, to the Yes! Oh yes! 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 Touchdown, Titans! As the Titans will run out of Baltimore with a shocker in OT. 104.5 Titans Radio Network with the call. Derrick Henry rushed for 89 of his 133 in the fourth quarter in overtime. He's had 100 yards in consecutive games for the first time this season. Play of the day brought to you by Built Bar. Simply the best tasting protein bar around. 18 amazing flavors. Mint brownie, coconut almond, pumpkin chocolate chip cookie. And you'll believe me when you taste it. Go to BuiltBar.com, enter the promo code DP and get 20 off your order. I was looking at running backs who have scored at least 50 touchdowns by the age of 25. And there's there's a pretty good list here, uh, far more than I thought. Todd Gurley reached 50 touchdowns quicker than any running back in history. But keep in mind, Jim Brown, Walter Payton, they played in fewer games. Barry Sanders is second on the list. Emmett, Maurice Jones-Drew, then it's Jim Brown. Clinton Portis, Zeke Elliott, Walter Payton, Alvin Kamara did it yesterday. Edgerin James, Ladanian Tomlinson, Marcus Allen, Adrian Peterson, Marshall Falk, Chuck Foreman, and uh, Terrell Davis. That's a lot of running backs before the age of 25 where you get to 50. I'd be curious, though, after 25, how many get to 100? Because that list will dry up. Pretty rapidly, yes, Paulie. How about most running back uh, touchdowns scored after reaching 30? The age of 30. Yeah. Well, yeah. You know the name that would pop in my head? John Riggins. Because he remember he had all those touchdowns later in his career with Washington. I don't know if he had the numbers rushing-wise. 
What's Frank Gore got after the age of 30? Yes, McLevin. Marcus Allen had that little touchdown run. Remember, he was the... Yeah. But I think you're right. Frank Gore has got to be the answer. Although he's not getting many this year. <laughs> no. I saw this with uh, Mike Florio. If Colin Kaepernick's phone doesn't ring now after the Joe Burrow injury, it never will. And then in parentheses, he says, and it won't. Yeah, when I saw the injury to Joe Burrow, it's not like I go, they have to take him instead of Brandon Allen or Ryan Finley. Those are the options in Cincinnati. Cincinnati's not doing anything, going anywhere. Why are you bringing in Colin Kaepernick? He's not, they're not going to reach out to him. But Florio says, uh, if it doesn't ring, it'll never ring. It's not ringing. We talked about this for the last how many years where he's not getting a call. You know, they'll go through the motions and then you'll have a whisper, or a rumor that somebody might be interested in. It ain't happening. Just not. But uh, Florio put that out there. Uh, I can't see that happening. I think Cincinnati is just going to say, hey, we'll throw in Ryan Finley or Brandon Allen and we'll get a great draft pick here. Like, why do we want to screw this up and bring in Colin Kaepernick? And you have your quarterback there. If you bring in Kaepernick, you're bringing him in for, what, six, seven games? Yeah, McLevin. Yeah, without knowing the offense, I'd assume. Yeah, no, I can't. That's, I don't understand that. Well, Mike's throwing it out there, and maybe he's trolling people, but I just can't imagine Cincinnati's going to go, hey, let's bring him in. Yeah, McLevin. That's not really a call you want if you're Kaepernick. Hey, you want to come yeah. uh, where our offensive <laughs> line just got the rookie of the year killed. <laughs> hey, come on in. Yeah. Uh, some phone calls in here. James in Ohio leads us off. Best and worst of the weekend. James, what do you have for me? Hey, DP, six foot, slender 190. I got uh, my best as my uh, Cincinnati Bearcats sneaking out a win, beating UCF 8 0. Yep. And my worst, Mr. Dan Patrick, is going to be the Cincinnati Bengals. And I'm going to start off with Zach Taylor, Jim Turner. Uh, Jim Toman and Mike Brown. It's, I mean, it's just amazing that these guys are actually thought that this O line could protect the franchise for the next 15 years. And Joe Burrow getting hurt yesterday and hearing Zach Taylor's press conference is absolutely horrible. I mean, the guy should be fired for what he said. Well, it's terrible. It's embarrassing. I feel bad for Burrow. Yeah, it's you're throwing 400 times. You're you're averaging 40 pass attempts. And look, you know, if I look at sacks per pass attempt, it's not that alarming. But I don't know how many hits Joe Burrow took. It's one thing for the sacks. It's another thing how many times you get hit because we don't really focus on that. If, if you're always running, scrambling there, and Joe took a huge hit in the Eagles game. Huge hit. Um, yeah, I just, there's only so many of those you can take and survive. And uh, if you're throwing 400 times, I mean, Joe would have thrown, what, 550 passes? I mean, let, let just do the math here. Easily. If, if he was going to average, because they're always losing, 40 pass attempts, for the next six games, 240, so 600 pass attempts for him. 640 pass attempts, something crazy like that. You're going to get sacked, but how many times are you getting hit? And the offensive line, you know, the Colts went out and finally got some good offensive linemen. And we thought Andrew Luck was now going to prove that he's a Hall of Fame quarterback. But the damage had been done. And... uh I just hope that we don't see that with Deshaun Watson. I've been saying that with the Texans, and I've been saying that with Joe Burrow. I don't want him exposed that much. And I know you want to win a game, but if I'm, if I'm exposing my most valuable commodity, then it doesn't seem like um, you know it's a great philosophy moving forward to do that on a week-in and week-out basis. Yeah, McClellan. Playing devil's advocate, like Russell Wilson never had a line, and he kind of survived. I hit the terrible line. You know, yeah, but some, they ran the ball an awful lot the first yeah. what, five years, six years. Uh, Tom Brady has never had like high draft picks on his line, but he gets rid of the ball so quickly that he's, you know, is there something the quarterback can do? I, I am trying to think of excuses here, but well, not play for the Bengals. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but other than that, uh, Al in Atlanta. Hi, Al. What's on your mind? Hey, Dan. How you doing today? Good, Al. 
Uh, got a best and worst. Uh, best was in preparation for smoking a turkey for Thanksgiving. I smoked some spare ribs. They were so delicious. I ate so much that my family said I looked like one of the humans from Wally. And my worst is how porous the Atlanta Falcons offensive line was and how many sacks they gave up to Matt Ryan, costing me my second undefeated weekend in a row, Dan. All right. Well, sorry about that, Al. Man, the Saints defensive line won that game. The pressure they put on Matt Ryan. And Taysom Hill did what he needed to do. You do just enough. Just enough here, just enough there. You don't make many mistakes there. And I thought that uh, he did well. Yes, Todd? If you're Drew Brees, do you eat spare ribs or do you stay away from that? Mm, I see what you did with that. I don't know. I've never had, I don't think I've ever had a broken rib. I think I've had 11. I think I've had a cracked rib, but I don't know. I think that's a broken rib. It is. Because it's like, it's a nicer way of saying broken rib. Well, I've had a cracked bone in my foot, but they didn't call it a broken foot. Football's big on doing that. They call, he's got a a contusion, flu-like symptoms. They're, you know, there's, they always find a nice way for it. Like concussion-like symptoms. Hmm. Yeah, 11 cracked rib, broken ribs. I don't know if he's just having soup through a straw. Coming up next hour, we'll check in with the Saints. Also, check in with the Lakers. Lakers had an unbelievable weekend. I'm not quite sure what Michael Jordan's doing as an owner. Not quite sure. More phone calls coming up as well here on the Dan Patrick Show. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 